welcome to the I Hear Design in Interiors and Sources podcast. Uh, today we are chatting with Rochelle Routman, the Chief Sustainability Officer of Metrofloor. Uh, and we wanted to talk a little bit about the Women in Sustainability Leadership Awards and what is happening with uh, their group. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Rochelle. It's my pleasure, Katie. So um, you've really been very involved with the Women in Sustainability Leadership Awards, um, and I know that in 2017, was it, that um, this alumni group was was put together? Well, the alumni group, yes, was formed officially last year in 2017. That's correct. Mm -hmm. And what was really the purpose of putting together this alumni association? So the, so the Women in Sustainability Leadership Awards is an honor that was created by Green Building and Design Magazine, and I was part of the first class of, of winners, and that took place in 2014. And I recognized an important need for, for these powerful women in sustainability to have a way to connect with one another after the award ceremony. And, you know, of course, after they receive the award and perhaps do good in the world. So that was the purpose of it, and the, the women have been overwhelmingly responsive. Um, we are going to have our very first summit this year that will be held during Green Build Week on November 13th. Mm -hmm. And we are also focusing on mentoring. Um, we, have a, we have several committees. Um, for example, we have a technical solutions committee that has established a LinkedIn site and a Facebook site for all of us to stay connected with one another. We have a programming committee that is helping us um, you know, organize events such as this upcoming summit. And the mentorship committee, which is sort of the heart and soul of what we're about, um, and also sponsorship and budgets, which I am leading. So uh, we're very well organized, and just like um, you would expect from this group of women, they all have great ideas, and they're um, very open and assertive in uh, sharing their ideas and making making this group. Uh, very effective at, at what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Great. And now, how how did the the Women in Sustainability Awards come about? Like, why was there, and why is there a focus on uh, women in sustainability? So, Green Building and Design had an idea. Green Building and Design Magazine, that is, had an idea um, to to create an awards and recognition program for women that are doing important work in sustainability. And the, the, the purpose of this is to provide recognition for work that women are doing in sustainability, the idea being that oftentimes, um, you know, the role of women and their is, is not exactly where it should be. Now, there's a lot of women that are doing uh, very, very important work, but they're not being recognized for that work. Um, or they're not, they're not um, occupying the 
the leadership positions in various organizations that would give them the, the clout and the authority to make the necessary decisions to further their work. So this award, in fact, does help to solve that problem because it does recognize the women that are doing uh, this critical work that really all of us will benefit from. Because if we give women that exposure and that recognition, it will help them to, to further their work and also um, create the type of sustainable value that this world needs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, it's, it's, by the way, this award is, is international in scope. And so while we feel like we may have made progress in, you know, in the Western world, um, there are women that are part of this group uh, that are from nations where women are generally underrepresented in leadership, mm-hmm. um, even more so than we are here in the United States. So that, that, is the point, that is the point of this, and I believe that there's a very strong need for this, and we have been successful in, ide- in identifying and rewarding true leaders and giving them the recognition that they deserve. Oh, that's awesome. Do you know um, how many different countries are involved? I know that might be a technical uh, question, but uh, do, you, do you have a general idea of how many countries are involved? Yeah, so I think we're, we're up to about four. We have a representative from Turkey. We have a representative from Mexico. Um, we do have um, somebody from Europe. And this year, I believe there will be somebody um, from Asia. Oh, wow. Maybe perhaps India, I believe. Okay. And a little bit earlier, before we started recording, you were talking about how many women are now part of this alumni association um, and that it's growing by 11 women this year? Yeah, so normally there are 10 women that receive the honor every year, but this has become very competitive, by the way. And so I I believe that there was um, (laughs) such a difficult, it was such a difficult judging process. And by the way, I am one of the judges. Um, that that we ended up honoring 11 women this year instead of 10. Mm. And how does that judging process go? Well, we, um, first of all, we have had a a lot of applicants, like perhaps there could be 100 people that apply. Mm. And the first step is that the team at Green Building and Design review the applicants and determine if the women have that have had a track record of leadership, and that is certainly, um, you know, one of the the initial requirements for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for, for for women that have not, they are eliminated from the pool, mm-hmm. and those that are, those that do have a strong track record, are then turned over to. Um, there are several judges involved, and we. Uh, we look at, for example, their accomplishments. Um, we look at the importance of the work that they are doing, um, how influential they could be. Uh, what what are the um, you know what are the what are their hopes? You know, they they actually have to provide several essays 
um, indicating, you know, kind of what their vision is in terms of sustainability. And it is a very lengthy and tedious process, I will say. And, and this year I, I had to step until 2 in the morning <laughs> to review all of these. Um, we're, we're normally given a few weeks, but it was, it's just such a complex effort because truly the pool of women that, will, that are applying for this award um, are becoming more and more accomplished. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we started off, there weren't as many people that knew about it, but, but now the, I would say the quality of the applicants has, has just gone through the roof. Mm. Um, and, you know, there are people from, you know, corporate America, there are people from nonprofits, um, there, there are people from the educational um, field. So really, it's, it's quite a diverse group. Mm -hmm. Uh, many also in the architectural industry. So we, you know, we're, we're not excluding anybody. Um, we're, we're just looking for people that are doing very compelling work that will truly change the world. Hmm. And you know, that's so interesting. I I was wondering where, you know, what industries everyone was coming from. What kind of, um, with having such a diverse pool, um, what kind of impact are you seeing now with, with the way that this Alumni Association is coming about? So um, we have many people with many different talents and many different interests. So it's wonderful <laughs> because, well, you know, when I, first, um, when I first organized this, I asked them, what do you want to see happen? You know, what, what is the outcome? What is our goal? And even though this group is from such diverse backgrounds, diverse um, fields, and diverse, you know, industries, they all want an emphasis on mentorship. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is that I believe that all of us have benefited in some way from um, mentors. And it could be male or female mentors. Um, and we... You know, a lot of this occurs by happenstance. You know, it's not planned out, um, and, it, and it's quite a struggle. So we want to make it less of a struggle, and um, our first effort, well, we are, we are um, partnering with the International Living Future Institute, mm -hmm. and we will be um, matching up mentors with mentees, and... Um, we will bring we will bring the mentees to the upcoming Living Future Conference, and they will basically spend spend time at the conference with the mentors, and um, we will introduce them to people, and we will help them navigate through the conference. Um, and you know, I think this is this is really going to be a great first step. And we're also seeking foundation money to to fund this sort of effort and hopefully expand it in the future to other conferences um, and, and other types of, you know, venues and meetings and things like that. Mm -hmm. And how will the mentorship program work? Will the mentees be part of the alumni association or are you going to be pulling in from um, people who are, who are interested in um, building up their sustainability le leadership? Well, so it, it could be it could be any of those. Um, in some cases, the 
uh, Women in Sustainability Leadership Award alumni, they may, in fact, bring a mentor, but in other cases, uh, the Institute will match people up. Like, they may know of somebody who um, does not have the connections, but who will apply to the program. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's kind of funny, but I was teasing um, Kathleen Smith, who is a member of the WSLA alumni group, and I said, oh, so you guys are going to be playing matchmaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she said, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's how it's going to work, and that's probably the, the, the tack that I will take because I love meeting new people, and, um, you know, I just kind of like that idea of, you know, having somebody else maybe find and find a match for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this, and just uh, I know from from experience. Um, first of all, when I was when I had entered this field, and how I had to basically um, fight for um, support within the different organizations where I worked to even attend a sustainability conference. In, you know, on some occasions, paying my own way, mm-hmm. and then how confusing it was to be, you know, essentially dropped out in the middle of a huge room of people where everybody else seemed to know one another, and um, I didn't know anybody, and trying to uh, navigate that type of situation. Um, so, so this will give uh, these people entering the field um, a leg up, you know, and it will help them um, meet new people that could potentially change their life because, you know, with each um, meeting, each person that you that you speak to, you know, it does impact your life in some way, mm-hmm. and um, it, it creates, um, in, in some cases, even um, talents or skills in terms of networking that young people may not have, they may not understand, and so... We, we really want to help people through this process so that, you know, they will be able to grow and communicate their ideas and eventually blossom into true sustainability leaders. That's amazing. Like, you know, that's one of those things is, um, like, growing up I, I knew about mentors, but it didn't seem like that was something that was really easily available. Um, and I feel like... You know, especially as people are talking about uh, millennial generation and Gen Z, and it it kind of feels like um, there's a lot of competition there. There's a lot of like, well, it's me against the world. Um, and so I love this idea of of getting people involved through mentorship, and and it's not you know a competitive thing of I need to be better than everyone else. It's a hey, I need to learn from from other people and I need to listen and I need to, um, and once I have that information, I need to share it. Um, that seems like such an, an interesting and, and wonderful part of this uh, organization. Yes. So um, we, we don't want um, the, the mentees um, to feel like they're under any pressure to compete. In fact, this is really uh, more like a, um, collabor- it's more of a collaboration because we want them to meet one another as well. And another piece of this is that there will be a luncheon uh, f- at f- 
following their experience, you know, at the conference or the end of the conference that we would like them to attend and give us feedback, by the way, on their experience and what worked, what didn't work, you know, how we can improve it for next time. Uh, because, you know, of course, all of this is a brand new effort. Um, the alumni group is new. Um, you know, as starting as of last year, we are really picking up steam, and I'm so excited because the new award winners have already been invited to the summit. Um, again, that will be held on November 13th, and this is our first summit that we've ever had, and, and several of them are interested in joining the alumni group. Mm. That's great. <laughs> yes, it is good. You know, um, we had a, a podcast go up on the 22nd with Carl Magnuson, and I asked him about his life and, and you know, his first, uh, basically his first big job was, he, email, he didn't even email, he wrote a letter to the Eames and asked if he could work with them, and, and that was kind of how he kick-started his career, and I asked him about, wow. you know, um, his if you ever had an inferiority complex, because I hear this word all the time these days, and he, his response was like, why would I ever fear, feel inferior? I'm there to learn, you know? And, and like, that just, like, blew my mind that, because it feels, everything feels so competitive these days. So, um, yeah. Everything does feel very competitive. <laughs> and I think more so um, than, I, I think even when, you know, I was trying to develop my career and learn the trade. I, I, I would say I felt more alone than competitive. Mm, mm. You know, I, it was always sort of a feeling like I didn't quite fit in because I had this very driving passion um, to yeah, really to... Um, Help the environment and and do and do do environmental work. And I remember, um, even from the time that I was in college, uh, my uh, professors were always trying to talk me out of it. Mm -hmm. And they would tell me, "Oh, there's really uh, no jobs in that area. You know, you really need." <laughs> in fact, many of them told me that I needed to go work for an oil company. Mm -hmm. Of course, I studied geology, and they said, no, that's where you can really make some money. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you don't really need to work in the environment, and just please get that idea out of your head. Mm -hmm. You know, I had <laughs> people telling me those ideas, and, um, you know, that, that was really challenging for me, uh, because, uh, you know, I always did feel a sense of isolation, and I, I'm sure that... There are people, uh, including many young women, that are struggling with a with a similar condition, and you know, we just we want to help them understand that there are people that feel exactly the way that they do about the environment and social justice, and we want to nurture that mm -hmm. and and help them grow and develop in in that way, and and support their support a. Uh, successful career. And, and the idea, again, coming back to the positive impact on all of us in this entire world, you know, if, if women as well as men can follow their passion, um, make, make that, and make that a successful career, and also um, contribute in such an important way. And by the way, uh, you know, when, when you look at 
corporations, um, they're, they are actually more sustainable if there are women in leadership positions. And when I use that term sustainable, I'm talking both in terms of environmental and social justice as well as financially. Mm-hmm. And this is this is proven that, you know, time and time again that when women are permitted to rise to the top, then companies are more successful in all of these ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so if somebody wanted to, well, first, if they wanted to uh, apply to, you know, receive this uh, leadership award, how would they go about that? So in terms of um, the, the WSLA Leadership Award, the, um, there is a time period that is in, it's usually at the end of the summer, where applicants can send in um, their, their application, and this, again, this includes an essay and answering several questions, and they can also submit, um, you know, uh, it, it could be media, um, various types of things like that with their application. That's one way. Another way is to be nominated by an existing um, alum, and this would be submitted through the Green Building and Design website. There's a link. Um, I know that every year I nominate several people, and many of our alums do the same thing, but people can also self-nominate. Um, generally, they do also submit letters of support from um, others, perhaps. It could be colleagues. Um, it could be students, you know, things like that, and they submit a package, and then that is, that is evaluated. Um, and then Green Building and Design determines if they meet the basic minimum requirements, and then if so, then those applications are turned over to the judges. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And if somebody wanted to participate in the mentorship program, um, particularly as a as a mentee, is that something that is open to the general public to apply for, or how does that work? Yes, so that is under development, and the International Living Future Institute, and our contact, Kathleen Smith, is working on developing that, and it, we will have all the details worked out by Living Future, which takes place in the spring of next year. So they are currently formulating a plan, um, and we will certainly broadcast that. And I, I imagine that that will be open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Every woman um, budding <laughs> leader mm-hmm. who could benefit from this sort of program. Okay, great. Um, is there an age limit also, or is that one of those things you're trying to figure out? Yeah, so, we, so we're trying to figure that out. Um, I think the idea is that uh, these would be people that are maybe just starting out in their career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, we, and again, we, we are still working on the details, but I think that would make sense because we do want people to have a certain, um, you know, element of maturity so that they can uh, travel on their own mm-hmm. and, um, you know, meet, meet up with people at the conference and um, that they would be capable of uh, participating in the activities mm-hmm. okay. as, a, as an adult. 
Wonderful. Um, yeah. Now, is there anything that I haven't asked that you think our listeners need to know about this organization and, and what's happening? Well, I think the only thing I would like to mention is if you are, if any of the listeners are interested in, in the awards program, um, you know, we, we do encourage them to apply. Uh, this is very important. You know, we are continuing to um, spread the word and involve more women and people from all walks of life that have accomplished important work in sustainability. So, you know, please, please do keep that in mind. And, and uh, second, second um, we would like um, to, you know, sh share information about this mentoring program as the details come about. So we have a LinkedIn site, um, and you just have to search Women in Sustainability Leadership Awards, and we are posting information on there. So I do encourage them to check that site. We also have a Facebook site, uh, so whichever you prefer, but we are going to be posting information about the mentoring, and you can also find out more information about the awards, um, that, the awards program itself. Great. Um I'm definitely, I'm probably going to follow along because uh, that mentorship program sounds absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, I, I have one last fun question. Um, of everything okay. that you are hearing about from um, this, uh, from what the other alumni are doing, what is something that you are the most excited about? Well, I will say that we have one alum, um, Alicia Silva, uh, in Mexico, and her work doing is um, mentoring the young women in Mexico has been very eye-opening for me, um, especially in these cultures where women generally do not have a voice, and you know. We, we may not think about um, how, how difficult it is for, for women that, you know, they, they basically have um, fewer rights in the workplace and they have way fewer opportunities. And so it's just, it's amazing to me, like some of the work that she's done in terms of bringing um, women under her wing and, and trying to help them grow even within, within some of those conditions. So, you know, I believe that progress often takes place in small incremental steps. And I look to her as an example of, of that. You know, uh, again, it, it's just even if... Um, even if one of those women becomes successful in what they're doing, how important that is, and how it could how it could change the world. Mm. Well, thank so, you. So, yeah, I think it's see, seeing this international aspect. We also have, as I mentioned, somebody from Turkey, and and I've been learning a lot about the cultures and the challenges that women have in some of these other places. And it really is truly inspiring to me to see the success that they've had and how completely unselfishly they are working to, 
to support women in these other places where it's even way more difficult than it is here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of the things that I, I always love about traveling internationally is that it kind of like it opens your eyes or when you when you interact with people who are not from the same place you were from even if it's with how large the United States is even just going you know across the country um but you know to see how people are doing things differently it it always it never fails to like blow my mind that like you know, because I can overthink things to the end of the world, and then you find out, like, oh, actually, this, you know, this area just tried to be more sustainable through these small actions, or this area yeah. never never got into the same things that I'm used to. Um, so yeah, and exactly. And this year, we are recognizing a woman who has basically put her life at risk. Mm. to provide housing to people in war war zones. Oh, geez. So, you know, it's just incredible. Some of the the courage and determination that, to me, um, this award exemplifies. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you again so much for joining us today. This has been an awesome conversation. I can't wait to hear more about what is happening and what is coming out of this. Um, Once again, is there anything else that we should know about that we haven't touched on yet? Well, you know, I think think we've covered most of it, um, but I I truly appreciate the discussion today, and I'm so excited that we had a chance to talk, and thank you for your interest in the WSLA Um, awards and also the alumni organization and so for all of our listeners just to remind you if you are interested in checking out more information and keeping up to date that is the women in sustainability leadership awards which can be found on linkedin and facebook Um, and more information will be coming as that all comes together uh Thank you so much for listening today, and please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. We are found on Google Play uh, and iTunes podcasts, as well as on our website. So thank you so much for joining us, and until next time.